happened to okay. be a dick. And it was podcasting, Kane. We're st we're here, Kane, again. I promised you'd be back, and now you're here again because we're still. I've apparated out of the air. I'm I'm living in your walls <laughs> for this moment. You're oh, what's that movie where you think it's an evil doll, but it was just a dude in the walls the whole time? I have no idea. <laughs> that, well, sorry everyone, I spoiled that movie. I can't remember the name of. But you think it's an evil doll, but no, it's just some creepy kid living in the walls. The whole That's time. terrifying. It is. It's spooky as fuck. He like subsists off of drywall. <laughs> Just eating the drywall. He waits for Kyle to punch the wall so he can... And she like, eats there. the crumbs, drinks <laughs> the water out of the pipes. <laughs> he drinks Mountain Dew water. Oh, but we're still here in the Amber Retrieval arc of the podcast because she won't reply! Women. Typical woman. <laughs> but anyways, Kane, how's it feel to be back, man? Feels good. I'm here. I, I've, uh, I'm excited to talk about some things. Alright, cool, 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 cool. So, my question for the opening of... Oh, I haven't described... You know what? No, 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 no. We're up to 50 episodes. I'm up to a month long of Amber Retrieval Arc specifically. How would you not know what this podcast is about? Unless you're a first-time listener, and somehow I doubt that. I look at the numbers now. <laughs> so anyways, Kane, I have to ask you the question to trick the audience of tens of listeners into giving me money on Patreon. So here's my question for you, buddy. I may have forgot it. <laughs> and I might have been stalling. <laughs> and now we're here and it's just dead air. And I'm talking until I can think of what? one. If you could make an amusement park ride based on an IP, what, uh, what you going for? Hmm. Okay. I always, I've thought about this before, because there's, like, a bunch of different ones. One of them is, like, you know the intro to Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. The bit where, like, for, like, two seconds is, like, a roller coaster? Mm -hmm. I thought, like, that would be cool. Like, a really crazy, twisty-turny kind of, like, roller coaster based on, like, a, like, I don't like Nickelodeon as a company or channel or anything like that. But a lot of their IPs are really big for people, especially our age, that I feel like people would pay money to go to a theme park that was, like, pretty well made. And not, like, the Nick Hotel or whatever. Like, <laughs> You didn't like the Nick Hotel? <laughs> the one that doesn't exist. <laughs> or wait, no, it's a Minion Hotel, I think. No. Something oh, like I that. thought it was just a Hilton. <laughs> uh, no, that or, I don't know. I, I was gonna say Star Wars and then realized that there's an entire, like, Disney Star Wars theme park that yeah. exists. One of the things I realized of how much Disney has me by the balls is I'll talk to Taylor because they go to Disneyland like yeah. once every few years just the thing they like doing and I'm like I'm not good at saving money I wish I could be me but I was like but the, you're just talking about the prices of Disney I'm like no absolutely it's not it's fucking crazy it's like $17 for a drink if you're thirsty yeah and like, then, <laughs> but then Taylor was and you're thirsty because it's fucking it's 90 Florida. degrees yeah but then Taylor was explaining the like Millennium Falcon guest oh, yeah. pass, and it was like $1,500. I was like, I, I spent $1,500 to sleep with the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> That's insane. But I'd do it. But I would do it, yeah. because <laughs> yeah, the god is by the no, balls. No, yeah. There's that. I don't know. I, uh, I've been playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake again, mm -hmm. and this is going to be stupid, but a Final Fantasy VII ride where you have to blow up a reactor <laughs> would be funny. <laughs> like, you you just commit eco-terrorism as the ride. Would it be one of the really cheesy, like, 
the Universal Studios ones where like Harry Potter runs up. Oh, crikey, run! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Barrett bad. runs up and he's like, and he's like, hey, you know, Merc, come fucking do this thing with me. And he's like, his giant tits are out, you know, and then he's just like, just very obviously like, and it's not even actually Barrett. Maybe like like a guy who's been cast to be Barrett. So yeah, he's oh, like, oh yeah, we do we do that. We do the just ter- a little off the Terminator. 2.5 ride that's still running oh my god yeah <laughs> something awesome. like that oh what the fuck would i do muppets which there's probably a muppets ride that would be cute but, you uh, could yeah. make that like that would be a fun all family like kind of thing yeah you could you know okay you know what i really want to do actually hyper specifically with muppets fraggle rock and have yeah. you ever done the buzz Lightyear one where you're in the, like the rotating car and you gotta no. shoot the thing okay you're in a rotating car well i i've done that in kingdom hearts 3 <laughs> the, because that's a special move in that Kingdom Hearts So I know what you're talking about. But yeah, but no. that. But in Fraggle Rock, and you gotta like shoot yeah. down stuff. I think that'd be a lot of fun. You know, it would be a very fun if you were to do like a Muppets theme park to have Grouchland be its own thing. Oh, that'd be great. That would be cute. You know, and what like it, everything is like stinky themed. You know, you know, it would be there would be tons of scratch and sniff, but also. It would be like those gimmick restaurants where the crowd can be mean to you. You could do so much with Muppets. Like, you could do a rubber ducky, like, ride. You could do, like, a Kermit the Frog, like, sing-along thing. You like could... an animatronic Muppet band. You could do Dark Crystal. You Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Labyrinth would be really cool. Oh, you could go into the Labyrinth. Yeah, to have, like, a little maze or something like that. Yeah, you could potentially do, like, a Labyrinth-themed escape room. Yeah. The secret is you have to find David Bowie's enormous cock. Yeah, it's just mounted on the wall. <laughs> There's a section not for the kids. There's, like, the yeah, teen it's, and like, up. It's, like, in the eight, like, like, in the old blockbuster, like, the 18 and up room where you walk in and it's just David Bowie's cock on an altar. <laughs> It's just, waiting there's just the fiery spray yeah to but it's it. guarded by like those weird muppet like the the red things that take their heads off yeah the fireys is what i just said yeah that the, i hate those things <laughs> they scared me as a kid can you imagine i rewatched labyrinth like earlier and i was like yeah this is terrifying like this is <laughs> this is exactly the same fear i felt when i was a child could you imagine listening to this podcast for the first time <laughs> Welcome to to original podcast Do Not Steal, where we're talking about David Bowie's severed cock, worshipped by Muppets that decapitate themselves. <laughs> and sing weird Jamaican chanties. Oh yeah, that's too... I tried to decide if they were racist or not. And I was like, I feel like they're ambiguous enough that they're not, but they could be. They could be. It's in... It's... It's, it's up in the air. It's Schrodinger's racist. That's what I was about to yeah. say. Okay, so oh, this bit wonderful seven minutes of cold opening question we yeah. haven't talked about the thing we're here to do today so an original podcast do not steal a podcast where every week kane and i talk about your favorite intellectual properties and make an original character within that space and today the property we're doing is a high school D au i think i said those things in reverse but it's fine you read the title you get it hopefully you watch those other episodes kane here's a fun fact they didn't those are some of the least listened to episodes we've ever done but fuck you it's because people find the thing and they're like "Ooh, i like uh like for instance babylon 5 yeah and then they watch it and then they're like oh but i don't care about you know 
Yakuza. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So I get it. But uh, it's still a dick move. Uh, you should watch them, and not only watch them, but you should watch them. And then after you've watched it, mute it and replay it. That way we, <laughs> we get multiple yeah. views. Well, what was the Justin Bieber, like, Spotify thing? Oh, or... yeah, when he was, like, save my song. Because it was, a uh, what is that one? It was, like, Sugar or something. Yeah, some I don't remember. Bad, some bad But, yeah, he's like, he's like, yeah, just mute it and replay it yeah. over, like, set it to autoplay Yeah, or set something. it to auto. Set my podcast to autoplay. Leave us five stars. Leave me a review. Share it with your friends. It literally friends. does. It takes two seconds, and it's so easy to just like or review or like don't even review you can leave five stars and then talk about how shitty it is but as long as it's five stars spotify will be like hey it's good yeah it's good let's Push go actually, actually that's the... like sorry not to sidetrack but the I, I my recent favorite thing is going on letterboxd and looking at reviews for movies and just seeing the dichotomy of like five st- like for top gun where it'll be like five stars this movie was brilliant tom cruise is in his a game blah blah and then the review right under that is five stars plane goes fast <laughs> and that's like my favorite shit where it's like you didn't have to do that but thank you well, thank you if you want to know how to best help podcasts individual downloads are the best thing that really get platforms to push them out to the audience but anyways that's behind the scenes if you get caught with this downloaded on your computer though you might end up on a list yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's a cold open where I'm like, no, no, no usually, w- now that I've said the word Nazi boners and child, I fucking, <laughs> it was Nazis and child boners, and I was like, this is a fucking <laughs> stupid podcast, Jesus, Lord in heaven. But anyways, Kane, you played D&D with us in high school, would you like to talk about that for a I second? I did. So, the way I first met you was we were in a class together, and I remember thinking that you were so cool because you openly <laughs> talked about playing Dungeons and Dragons. So if that describes what kind of person I am in general, or who I was when I first started high school. Um, but anyways, yeah, and I was like, I, I like dog you about playing with you, and you were finally like, sure, fine, that's cool. And then I played with you guys, and I ended up, the first game I ever played with you guys was actually Shadowrun. And I took over for a character, for a friend of ours, who like was gone for a little while stopped playing the game and so just like as a tryout it felt like i like played as this character and i remember everyone being like wow this has this character has more life than bob ever could put into this character um well well, by virtue of trying (laughs) yeah you know that that, that sounds like not shade at bob at all (laughs) that sounds backhanded to the both of you but bob's been on this podcast you know how he functions yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, no, and so like yeah, by actually playing the game, <laughs> it was it was a fun. T- I had a lot of fun, especially playing with Shadowrun, which is a system that I still like to dork around with because it's like complex and stupid, but also has a lot of room for freedom. Um, and then I don't know. I played, I think Pathfinder with you guys once before, where I got really salty because in one session my character died. I was mugged, and then in another session. Uh, I was just directly killed by the Grim Reaper, who was played by another friend of ours. Oh, yeah! Um, when we did the pirates thing. Yeah, because I just died. And for whatever reason, I, I, I just died immediately. I think I went through three characters in three sessions or something like that. Because of just bad luck. And then I did what well, I DM'd a Star Wars three shot, which was okay. There's a lot of things I would change about it now. And then there, I DM'd DC Comics, or DC, DC, uh, <laughs> Detective Comics Comics. That always, that always uh, my funny bone. 
campaign that had fucking like alien in it um which was kind of neat again things i would change after now reading dc um but yeah so we'd I, meet the legion we of haven't super really heroes. played like D. Oh yeah, wait a minute. Have we not played I've like ne- D&D I don't think together? I've ever played like D and D together. Yeah, we've just played a lot of tabletop. I do the thing I hate when re- wrestling discussion where it's people, all D and D. Yeah, when people say WWE and yeah. they use that as a stand-in for wrestling, but that's exactly what I do with tabletop yeah. RPG. It's like all D and D. Because yeah, no, I I don't think we've ever actually played D and D together. I've just been present while D and D has happened. We're gonna have to write this wrong because I really want to DM. But anyways, yeah, that's all Kane's history with the stuff. I've talked about my history on past episodes, and so Kane, to explain how this setting, kind of this episode, functions, is you take one of the characters we've played, and you transmognify them into a contemporary high school setting drama and you see where that works i can talk about how i play with some of the characters if you'd like i don't know if that's good podcasting because i've done that in the previous episodes but if you need that i can provide it okay i feel like there's two characters that i can think of that i've played with you that i think i can think could translate over the first being moon the first character i played in that shadow run thing but moon as a character like the way i played him was very like machiavellian like fast talker gambler guy and i don't know if that translates over to high school in any meaningful way because in an actual real life high school scenario he would wear a fedora and like (laughs) think he's cool and like play magic the gathering Whereas I feel like in, like, if we were to do, like, a high school drama, like, a highly dramatized TV show of a high school, like, Degrassi or something, where it's, like, everyone is a teenager, quote-unquote, but they're actually 25, he would easily be, like, the guy who, like, like, the Riverdale-style mm-hmm. character. Jesus. Like, where, where he he's, like, not, like, not in that, like, he's, like, sort of, like, Jughead, uh-huh. but more so not, like, cringe depressing i wear this hat every day yeah no not i'm weird not like cringe depressing but like just like sells drugs to everyone and the teachers so this is funny because this setting is very loose in my brain right brain fart but the setting's very loose in my brain so like what characters go through will change and whether or not it's urban fantasy like Kato's a half-orc, so sometimes mm-hmm. in the setting he's just a half-orc in high school, and sometimes he's just built like a brick shit house. but these two approaches to a high school show, because of the setting is so loose, again, only vignettes that exist in my brain, you can go to either. I tend to keep it more grounded, more freaks and geeks than okay. Degrassi, but if you'd like to go Degrassi high nonsense Oh, that's there, just, I'm thinking of my own, like, sort of experience with teen drama shit because yeah. i'm not a very big melodrama fan but i've watched like glee and like <laughs> like things like that where it's like stupid over over dramatic teenage yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff that doesn't actually happen in real life i think moon is would be a band kid <laughs> um is the he's probably like yeah he, he's like a like a band kid or theater kid like someone like center of attention type okay, yeah, uh, yeah tries to be popular not terrible like not terribly good in school but not a bad student kind of thing okay. very middling except for like popular guy and he's known probably as the as a guy who parties 
okay. is probably like just the very easy way of, of kind of going through with that. I still like the idea of keeping because Moon as a character is he was meant to be the foil to Wolf, Wolf, who's one of our other friends' characters, and their whole thing was that Moon is literally like. Moon and Wolf was a sun, so it was very, like, one is bright and shiny and, like, more traditional in their, like, family ways, and then and then Moon was very, like, modern, more backhanded, more, like, shirks the tradition, everything like that. Yeah, And I think it's important to keep him uh, Native American. Yeah. And, because I feel like that's part of his his like characterization as well is his ethnic background and the fact that he kind of shirks his ethnic background yeah is a good personality like not good but like good as in like it well defines him yeah being a complex character does not always denote good moral standing and i don't know if i'm comfortable enough with being like ah for showing your ethnic background is good or bad but just to say exactly two different conversations you know what i'm saying interesting thing I don't play with Wolf a lot in this setting, so it's very open ended. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think Moon needs Wolf to yeah. have, like, character. Because I feel like that's the thing with a lot of foils, is without the. This is one of my biggest things with, like, the. Like, whenever there's standalone things like Venom mm-hmm. movies or the Joker movie or anything like that, when you create a foil and then you isolate that foil from someone else. Man, from their sure movie, doesn't work. And we've been trying work. to make Venom comics and since it, Not the to 90s. say that the Joker didn't work because people love that fucking movie, but, like, the idea of creating it... Because the reason that worked is because they redid it, whereas any other time, like, again, the Venom movies or whatever, he, he literally looks like Spider-Man. And then to take him out of the universe, you know what I mean, is yeah. kind of fucking weird. But, like, to create foils and then separate them but sometimes it works and i feel like the the moon and sun thing you can break that off and have him be his own character because he's a standalone like he has enough substance he doesn't fully rely on yeah yeah, yeah. on wolf you could substitute wolf for just a different relation since we don't have the we don't have the rights If, if, (laughs) if there's a person in this au that is like the jock type like a more popular yeah it's sunny... the star wars characters i don't because i was very happy with the one that amber ran because i'm sure. very happy with how that campaign went i don't do a lot with them and they're just kind of the cool kids yeah so yeah, yeah. there's one i was also gonna say wants to be a cool guy that's reed's whole thing in this setting mm-hmm. where kato is dumb and a football guy and he's kind of already in with yeah. the cool guy and reed is a scrawny, sniveling nerd who wants desperately to be cool and doesn't like a lot of, not get-rich-quick schemes, yeah. but get-cool-quick schemes. Reed's a chemistry schemes. guy, too, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm remembering Reed, and I'm like, he's the guy who created, who bioengineered bees to give people AIDS. Yeah, he's So, yeah. I think... But yeah, so he approaches it with, like, it's like, it's like, math, Kato! And he pulls out a big thing, he's got this giant scheme yeah. to get cool really quick. And that's his whole thing, he wants to be cool, but he's not, and... The, I don't, I don't need to go over the end. Ah, fuck it, I'll go over the end again. But the end, because uh, this is the thing I did forget to get, that when you make a character here, it is not just transmogrifying them to a high school setting, it is also giving them a storyline that in some way acquiesces at prom. Oh, okay, okay. Because prom is the easiest way to get high school characters all in the same setting, yeah. and you can see over the course of oh, the story how they... Oh, this is easy. I know exactly yeah. what Moon does at prom. Yeah, how they've grown and changed, how they have, and, and with Reed and Kato, it's the whole season or show or whatever... Kato's like, shouldn't I? We should study. 
I yeah. struggle to get into college. And Reed's like, I don't struggle to get into college. What are you I'm, a, I'm a genius. Yeah. I made B-AIDS. But it's the moment where Reed can actually listen and go, oh, no, you're struggling. Yeah. And I should help my brother. And I can't be the cool guy, but I can be a cool guy to the person who matters. And so their prom is in the parking lot and they just kind of leave. They don't go to yeah. the party because it's an intimate thing, right? Well, because I was going to say, because you're like, oh, yeah, personal growth. And I was like, oh, see, Moon spikes the punch bowl <laughs> is what happens. That's a very Moon thing is he sp- he spikes the punch bowl and then maybe just doesn't tell his friends that or like tells his friends don't drink the punch bowl, <laughs> whereas everyone else gets drunk. <laughs> like, I think this is funny because Agent Asa, Bob's other character, yeah. is the Moon and Agent Asa, is whatever I, how I play Agent Asa in this setting is he's like the 24-year-old dude who signed drugs to uh, high school. okay, <laughs> like he stands out just outside the school <laughs> yeah. so he can't get in trouble. Yeah, so I love that Bob's characters became drug dealers. I will say that also in the the last one we did with Amber where she put Gorbassel in her in this setting, the Gavin and Shelly storyline, because we made it, um, we did go Riverdale with it actually, so you're allowed to go Riverdale okay. now, I'm realizing in real time, but we did total like fan fiction self-insert heroism, yeah. right? And so it was Gavin and Shelly like, gravity bombed prom super hard. Oh my god. And we're gonna get everyone too high. So, but Gorbassel was such a nerd, he was able to like, if we're if we're allowed to go Riverdale, yeah, you can Moon's go Riverdale. a werewolf. <laughs> Moon's, uh, a, Moon's a werewolf, and prom is just so happening on a full moon. <laughs> and so the entire time he's trying to keep from going wolf form, while also doing things that fit his character, but because he's going wolf form, he's like fucking things up. So like he tries to spike the punch bowl and just flips the table, like and like shit like that, like like. This is like, season two of Teen Wolf. Exactly. Like, yeah, this again, the things that I'm only familiar with as, as far as teenage media goes. But yeah, like, like things that are, uh, yeah, he, he, it's, he's a werewolf. Um, and the only other person who knows is like somebody who like would, who's just too nice to do anything. I don't, I don't know if that, if that is a character, maybe Kato. When you say too nice to do anything, like do you too mean... nice to tell other people their secret. Oh, okay. Is, is Shelly from the Pathfinder? Yeah, Shelly's here. Shelly, okay, so with Gavin and Shelly, their thing is, so Gavin and Shelly mostly work as like Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. right? You'll occasionally come back to them and whenever the camera, cause how so it works. So they're like, they're like our Greek chorus. Yeah, our Greek chorus. That's okay. a good way to say it. But how it works in my brain is like, you'll be walking, the camera will follow read in the hallway he'll bump into guts sure. the camera will then switch and you'll follow guts and then that's how you know it's a guts ah, episode okay. so when it's a gavin shelley episode it's mostly stoner comedy and the more emotional beat is like their whole thing is they just want dates for prom sure. right because gavin and shelley were perpetually maidenless maidenless <laughs> they had no bitches yeah and it's shelley realizing that she's a lesbian uh-huh. And Gavin realizing, oh, I've been in love with my best friend this whole time. And and instead of just doing the weird thing I did in high school where I had a crush on a lesbian girl, it's about the weird juxtaposition of emotions that happened when your best friend gets an S.O. And you you know you're being selfish to some extent because you're not losing them, but their time goes away to someone else. And right. there's a lot of weird emotions you're not able to deal with in high school. And that's yeah. what Gavin's dealing with. And like so, they're not hanging out with me anymore. Yeah, Sam. and I don't want to be a dick about it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help how I'm feeling. 
And so when it's the more emotional beat, their prom ends with, like, Gavin, she's Shelly out to prom. He goes, no, you have a good time, and I'll be happy. And then yeah. she walks off to prom with her girlfriend. So I don't know if Shelly would... Well, the thing about Shelly is I she's I feel not... like if someone in this group, in this cast, knows that Moon is a werewolf, it would be them, because they're the Greek chorus. Yeah. They, but they, they just, like, don't care, or don't care enough to say anything kind of thing. I think it would be a... Yeah, like, they're high. Is the... Damn, I think that guy's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know the bit in Amazing Spider-Man Two where he's fighting the lizard yeah. man. <laughs> it would be that, but instead of like the headphones on, they're just like, "That's fucking." One crazy. of my favorite things I've done in D and D setting was when I was I was DMing a campaign before. It was a Shadowrun campaign actually, um, but my brother was in it and he was playing this character we named Oily Josh. <laughs> um, and Oily Josh's whole thing is that he was a hardcore, just just hardcore like Novacoke addict. And like he was read. so stoned all the time that I gave him actually a buff to perception checks mm-hmm. because he was seeing the shrimp colors is what I call it. He was seeing shit that wasn't even there. He could see through walls and shit because he was so, he was using like, I, I akin it to like, kind of like in Disco Elysium, like, uh, like shivers where it's like, he's so high that like an otherworldly phenomena is able to speak to him. And he rolled a check one time for perception, and not only passed the check, but was able to see out of the game. <laughs> he saw you? Yeah, he <laughs> saw us around a table and realized his whole life is just a game, and tried to tell everyone else, and they were like, ah, yeah, was classic gonna... oily Josh, and then went on their way. And I think about that all the time as being just pure existential terror. And I, I, I don't know why I brought that up now, but just the idea, I think it was because of that, just the, the stoner insight kind of thing, just them being high and like kind of knowing everyone's thing because they're the quiet observers, but at the same time, just being so stoned that they don't really like, they don't share it around. They're just like, yeah, that's crazy. Ooh, like I'm, philosophy. I'm putting something together in real time because when we did Gorbazil under, my solution was because... A thing Amber wanted and failed was to us to be disrespectful. I'm calling you out, Amber. But a thing Amber <laughs> wanted and failed in that campaign was for us to be disrespectful to Gorbazilander. Gave them a stupid name so we call him Grub. And I'm pretty yeah. sure we all just called them Gorbazilander the entire time. You didn't do it, bitch. <laughs> you tried to get us to be derogatory. <laughs> we couldn't do it, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but so, to take that and to transfix it into this setting to be disrespectful to camera Grabazalender is a side character continuously right sure. he never the camera does not follow him but because Grabazalender ends getting the crown you make him prom king at the end right sure. and you do this in a microcosm where and you see him build relationships with all of your core cast members because he's a side character up. yeah yeah so then it feels earned even though you don't ever see him be popular so i think Grabazalender would also know yeah. that you're a werewolf because Shelly's not the nicest person, but I don't think she'd have a lot of malice and, like, need to tell anyone you're a werewolf. Right. I think emotional beats of, like, no, I won't reveal your secret would come from Grub. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the only other the other character I was thinking about, I don't even remember their name, but I had played, even though I was DMing the DC session, I played a character off of your character. It was Tech. Tech was just his name. Yeah, your hero name was Tech. Because that was the character whose whole thing was like, he was a technomancer, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd AB Club. 
Easy. Oh, like yeah, he, makes... he's an AV club nerd. <laughs> like he, if the teacher can't figure out the projector, he comes in and fixes it. Yeah, well, everyone, uh, you sit back, you'll know, attack, and he pops his fucking yeah, pops his polo. Yeah, pops his polo. <laughs> Just, uh, these fingers. He's got magic. the. He's got easily got the tape on the glasses. You know that whole thing. Not pocket protector because I don't want him to be a caricature, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to be. A, there's realism in the one there where is I did realism. the werewolf. Nobody wears. Uh, oh yeah, if it's Riverdale, he's an actual technomancer. <laughs> yeah, if it's Riverdale, he has superpowers. It's if it's yeah, if it's Riverdale when he was a baby, his mom made a deal with the devil, and now he has technomancer powers for some reason. His familiar is his cell phone, and it sends him texts like warnings. Ooh no. Okay, so the whole time, it, the Riverdale setting, okay? Yeah. Whole time, he's seen as, like, AV nerd guy, right? And, like, can do things. And then in, behind the scenes, he's got these techno powers, which is why he's able to do shit. But throughout the season, like, throughout the season, throughout the thing, there's, like, a lot of drama keeps happening. People keep texting, nudes get leaked, random shit like that. And then it's revealed that he's controlling everyone's cell phones to, to mastermind this sort of drama thing to get back at everyone who's bullied. And the fucking Death Note music starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> As he's just, like, sitting in his room, just fucking summoning people's texts, just sending people. He's, like, he's, like... He's, like, sitting doing a seance in his room, a la, like, Scarlet Witch from the Doctor Strange, like, with the camera yeah, spinning and shit, and his head's, like, freaking out, and then it's, like, some chick's webcam turns on somewhere. Like, just just shit like that. Just weird shit. Yeah, it's, you, you see, oh, you do the death note, like, like, so cool. And I'll eat another chip. And eat it. That, but he's just, like, typing away at a yeah, keyboard, yeah, yeah. and a fucking <laughs> webcam turns, turns on, on while Fi's boning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I actually like that idea as like a like a bad guy high school character. Is that he just hacks into people's shit and like leaks their like personal info. And if we're doing a more Riverdale stupid setting, it can have a really cringy allegory for social media. Oh yeah, he's canceling people. He's a cancel. <laughs> he's literally cancel culture. Oh no, he has the stupid fucking techno trench coat that Vertigo had in season one of Arrow, and he calls call me the canceler. Oh, God. He, like, just says a lot of weird... Call me the cancer. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I was gonna say he has a lot of, like... He just says a lot of, like, puns by accident. Or, like, references that are too old. Oh, yeah. Like, to, for the audience. Where he'll, like, talk to somebody and he's like, call me maybe. You know? Like, just, like, just things like that where it's like, was that a reference? I can't tell because that's, like, five years ago. Uh, you know, like, that's, like, that would have been funny, like, ten years ago. No, he uses fucking Rage comics. I was going to say, he's, like... <laughs> yeah. Are we just making a fortune here? Are we just sitting Is here, that... like, headcanning a fucking, like, incel? He's your character. Oh, I wasn't going to say that he's an incel, but he's your character. You're allowed to do whatever oh, you Techno's want with Oh, Techno's an incel. <laughs> no, Techno's a vault cell. He thinks he's too good for, like, to waste his time, like, having... Because that's, that's the whole reason he hacks people's webcams. So, I think that in... Why why pursue women when you can have them at any time? So... Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's fucked up. Crypt 2, my Crypt, he's an important figure in this universe. And I think in the low-down setting, it's just the breakfast club. Despite your, your clicks and your stereotypes, sure. there's a human being here and you can be friends with these people. So he's just friends with an AV club nerd and there's not that much about it. But... In the fucking stupid Riverdale one, Crip then also has to have his actual just bloodbending powers. Oh, yeah. And he has to kill Tech. I like love the... the idea that, like, Crip. Because so, I think 
you literally did this when you played Crip Jr. in yeah. the DC one, where you were just like, embolism. And you just fucking killed people <laughs> just by giving them embolisms. <laughs> and I love the idea of just like, like your teacher is just doing something and just drops dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> pop quiz, and then you're like, pop? And then you just make an embolism pop. And like, they just fucking drop dead. No, it's like... This is why you don't give teenagers superpowers. You don't. It would be scary. I used to think about this a lot when I was like in a teenager. I was like, man, I wish I had firepowers. And then I thought about blowing the roof off the school with a fireball. And I was like... Yeah, no, I get it fully. Like the idea, like Professor Xavier was a little onto something. You know, I won't say he was fully wrong. I still am a Magneto stand, but you know, uh, fucking Professor Xavier was like, maybe we should not let these kids roam free. Actually, like, you know what it would be if we're being super Riverdale and super like lowest common denominator. I'm not really thinking about the ethos for Crip Junior. It would be he comes in with headphones and the teacher's like, you can't listen to fucking. Rise again. It kills me not to know this, but I've just Stop, forgotten. you're gonna get DMCA. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes, he goes, oh, fucking fine. He takes out his headphones, he sits at the back of the class, and he puts his feet up on the desk, and he just holds his hand out. And the teacher's, like, riding on the board. She's, like, starts to, uh, uh, what's, what's happening? Her hand's shaking. The she, like, draws falls. an Among Us on the board. <laughs> No, and then just a nosebleed. She passes out, and then everyone like gets up. And Kurt, when everyone gets up, he puts it back. I think we did it. Would you like to give a cap? Like what? Because you said the what happens at prom, but how it ends at prom with these guys. Yeah, I think he Moon eventually turns into a werewolf, mm. but in a way that like doesn't disrupt prom. And then everyone is like, like I kind of want it to be okay. In the in the Riverdale one, he turns into a werewolf, but it's very like Teen Wolf movie where everyone's like, "Yo!" Yeah! and it's like, "Wow, I was afraid the whole time for nothing," <laughs> you know, kind of thing. In the Lowdown one, where it's more realistic, he goes to prom, spikes the or goes to spike the punch bowl, is probably talked out of it, and has some character growth where where he's like, okay, I do care about these people, so not everyone is a joke to me, kind of thing. Mm. So I should probably look out for my friends at least. And then still plays a prank on someone when they get crowned, probably. Yeah. It's like prom queen or something, where he where they like a water balloon falls on them or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Phonies! Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, fuck those guys, though. <laughs> like, like, kind of I've thing. learned to care about me and mine. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. What about Tech? Tech, uh, in the lowdown, goes to prom and is literally just there like doing the music stuff is and he, is he the, like the dj <laughs> yeah he's, he's like DJ? he's like helping the D like the school obviously called in a dj like a local radio guy yeah. who's too busy like actually drinking from a flask <laughs> and so he's there just having to do it himself and uh, everyone is like, yo, he's got some good music taste, actually. Let's go. We vibe with this. Yeah, and then, like, afterwards, everyone's like, hey, hit me up with your fucking, with your Spotify links. Yeah, know? man, what like, you, what you got? Like, you got any pluggables? And then he's like, oh, cool. What? He, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> you know? And then in the, you know, in the... In the heightened one, in the heightened has one to kill he's tech. Like That's a, what it has to be. he's like an evil... Well, so it turns into this... So you have Moon turning into a werewolf. You okay. have all of this stuff going on with, like, he, he, his thing is to hijack the prom and turn it into this big heightened ceremony where he's crowned king. And before it can happen, uh, there, there turns into this supernatural fight where people are trying to kill him. So, like, it's revealed on stage, like, he gets crowned king, and then because of all the drama he started where he was sending everyone messages from each other's phones. And so, like, 
and then he rigged it and then was voted king he gets up on stage and everyone's like confused and he's like yes i've been like he reveals it he's <laughs> he like you guys all monologue. thought i was i was nerdy little man it was me taking pictures of you while you here's, slept here's, <laughs> like, here's here's my idea tell me how you feel about this it's like he makes an app where you can vote for prom king in real yeah. time but then he like reveals all the shit they've yeah. been saying so they all just like rescind or, their votes or like do you remember when we were in school and there was that thing where it was like confessions or whatever did you did you ever know about oh this? yeah clay like clay school confessions or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah, yeah where i remember it was, like that. people would like go on there and just type the most heinous shit about people and stuff like that like that sort of like vibe <laughs> is what is what tech is and it's revealed that he's the guy who's like behind it and then he gets thing. the crown it turns into a, like full-on akira like, like a techno organic thing <laughs> yeah. on his freak ass head he becomes like an evil like ultra maniac like fucking brainiac style yeah. thing all right, so now we just have to give a fun fact apiece for both Tech and Moon. A fun fact? Yeah. That's how we end the episode. Moon is, uh, is really... I wanted to do a meme one and be like, he's a foot fetish. But... <laughs> Moon doesn't like dogs. Moon doesn't like... Is Moon it, doesn't like dogs. Is it part of, a werewolf? Part of it is the werewolf thing in the in the Riverdale thing, because you know how like dogs can get like triggered by other dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the real one, it's because he just doesn't like dogs. And anytime people are like, why don't you like dogs? He's like, I just don't trust them. I just don't trust them, man. What are they and doing? Part of it is because he's he's a conniving, you know, piece of shit. I think so like, my wolf fun fact is that wolf is a SoundCloud rapper. Oh, wolf. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wolf is a SoundCloud rapper. He doesn't tell anyone. He yeah. just does it. But like, he has a secret, like, sound, like, his name is, like, obviously something, like, like, how is he a SoundCloud rapper? Is he, like, a rapper like how Tom Hanks' son is a rapper? No, 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 no. I, okay. I don't mean, like, a SoundCloud. I mean, he he has raps that he puts on sure. SoundCloud, and he's like, I'm not going to tell anyone about sure. this because okay. judge me. It was the thing I do. Okay. Tex, I feel like he's a nerd, and, like, people pick on him and everything like that. And then if it's ever, like, because, like, nobody ever hangs out with him, right? And then if somebody's like, hey, let's hang out. And he's like, okay, they go to his place, and it's like his butler lets them in. And it's like he's like, come to my, you know, my my entertainment room, and it's all like fucking like a walk-in VR simulator, like fucking Star Wars holodeck shit. Like he's like loaded, and like people are like, yo, <laughs> like Crips, like I live in a one-story apartment, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I think my fun fact for tech is tech can fuck. Yeah, like he can. And he'd he be good at it, to. but he doesn't because yeah, he's, he's a, weird. He's a bolso. He chooses not to. Because that's the thing is, Tech is like he he has built a like actuating robot. <laughs> he's built like like one of those things in Japan that sit on the wall and suck them off. Like he's built one of those things from Burn After Reading with the rocking chair that auto fucks like women. I was just like, gonna say it's like Pog from Game of Thrones, where he has sex with the hookers. Oh no, and they no, no! The money, even, and you're like, he's like way into like he's like okay, you know no, no, that no, meme no, no, that's no, no, like, no, no, no. Here's where we're going. Okay, it, like in the full-on Riverdale. Yeah, it is level up. Remember in Duke Nukem Forever, where the aliens steal your hot babes yeah. and they become part of the ship. It's that he's got like a robot who's part of the wall. <laughs> oh my god, that's kind of horrific, but yeah. <laughs> Like, I get that. No, I was going to say it's, you know that meme where it's like, that's like men, 
don't be afraid of her toys. Get to know her toys. <laughs> that's how you get in deep. And it's like, that's literally it. Like, he's out here building, like, dream dildos and shit like that. He, he hacks their Hitachi wall. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's like yeah yeah he's like hacking into like like sex toys across the nation and i'm learning. in it's like a nathan fielder bit i don't think we're gonna get better than a hacking sex toys across the girl podcast out catchphrase at the end kate is there anything you'd like to plug anything you'd like to plug i i mean i'm on twitter at fortuna regis f-o-r-t-u-n underscore r-e-g-i-s uh, you can find me there uh, fighting Andrew Tate fans about what the age of consent is. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Twitch at the same username. I'll tweet about when I'm live. I mean, I lately have been playing Lego Batman the video game. And it is the loudest children's video game ever made. I caught one of the streams and you were just like, why'd they design it like this? This sucks. <laughs> it's bad. I had actually uninstalled it. I'm not going to keep playing it. I might just skip to the second one. It's so bad. Either that or I'll play something else. But yeah, so that's that's basically it. Alright everyone, and that is a sewed. See you next week. For us it's gonna be in two minutes. Bye!